Hi. What's up, dude? Oh, you know, just got back to Denver last night, just chilling. You were in Nashville doing a New Year's Eve DJ party? Yeah, but I was there for Christmas and everything, too, so I was there for two whole weeks. New Year, new you. Did you have fun ringing in the 2019 with Nashville? Um, I actually did, but like, let's be honest, New Year, same me. I mean. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're not even going to pretend that like you're going to turn over a new leaf? I don't think so. No, you're just going to be like, you know what? We're just going to roll with this shit. I like the leaf I have, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we got to talk about it. Do you want to start the show first? Yeah, let's start the show. All right. You or me? I'll start. Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. We back, baby. New Year, same old Brandy, apparently. Same BC. I ain't changing. <laughs> Let's be real. We're going to start the show with it because I'm upset. I'm hurt. I feel just unloved by the Cyrus clan. And listen, oh, yeah. I get it. You know, it was a hot ticket, but I thought I was closer. I mean, your dad and I, I've got a nickname for your dad that no one else calls him. I mean, what happened to Wells and Blood? Craigo was there too, man. Craigo was there. Liam's dad, who I thought I had a really good connection with when we went bowling. I wasn't invited to Miles' wedding, and it hurts my soul. I had to find out from the Daily Mail. <laughs> Okay, I have, a, I have a few arguments to, to defend myself here. Okay. So the first one is that, obviously, it was very top secret. Obviously. And, you know, last episode, got in a lot of trouble for spilling a secret that I didn't know was a secret about why we were traveling uh, in Africa. So I tried to be very careful this time about not spilling secrets. And also, let's be honest here. Miley and Liam have done this before where they're like, yeah, I think we'll get married like next month or something. And then it doesn't happen. So I was like, I don't want to be the idiot that is like, oh, yeah, my sister's going to get married. And then she doesn't. And then I look stupid. I get that. I totally get it. Also, I'm not really close with Miley. So I've, I'm not really <laughs> upset. So I will let me just say this. Favorite thing. They finally freaking got married. After 10 they did. Gosh, dang. Uh, you, you are close, though. Let's be real here. You get invited to birthday parties and bowling nights. You're pretty close. You're you're in. All right. I was getting interviewed yesterday. They were asking me about the wedding, and I was like, you know, I'm just a little hurt that I wasn't invited, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and well, they were like, well, when you and Sarah get married, are you going to invite Miley and, and Liam? And I was like, no, I'm, of course not. <laughs> One, they would never come to this. Two, we're not that close. So I really can't be upset. But, of course, Brandy... Tish and blood will be oh, invited. Duh. duh. Uh, duh. Did they, uh, did they jump on you and say, so you, so you're getting married. You're saying you guys are getting married. Already saw the post, man. Freaking, uh, us weekly or whatever. It was, uh, there's no right way to answer that question. You know? I know. Okay. So here's what happened. By the way, do you want to keep on talking about, I want to, I want to, I want to circle back around to Miley's wedding. We can, we can circle back. Okay. So here's what happened. Sarah and I went on vacation for the new year, right? We were trying to just like uh, fix the bad mojo that we had from our last trip, right? I saw I saw that, and this, I was going to ask you about this, if this was a better trip. Yeah, it was better. I mean, it was all-inclusive resort, which is always fun because you just like eat and drink like a fat pig, you know? <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, well, I don't, I mean, I don't know how, how, what girls do, but like, we went to like Claire's before we went uh, on the trip, you know? So she had like a bunch of like jewelry that like, I guess she didn't care if, if she lost or whatever. I don't, I don't really know. Right. So she had like a bunch of like, you know, bracelets and anklets and whatever, like on, on her person. And there was one story where she had put one of like some new ring and it didn't fit on like her middle finger. So she'd put it on her ring finger, like just and so it wouldn't fall. freaked out. And I did some story, and then all of a sudden, everyone's like, they're engaged. It's a secret engagement. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. You know, what are you going to do? So then I'm getting interviewed yesterday. They're like, oh, everyone thinks you're engaged. And I was like, well, I promise you we're not. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> you know, that was like faux jewelry. I don't know what to tell you. But if I was, I wouldn't be telling you in this interview right now. So <laughs> that's whatever. Well, they're like, well, are, are you going to get engaged? You know, like... You can't answer that question correctly without sounding like a dick. 
You know? No, I know. Because if you say no, they're like, so you don't love her? But exactly. But if you say yes, then it's like, yeah, it's like a whole thing. I was doing the interview with Steph Pratt because we're, we're doing a, another show when, because she's on the hills, and it's just gonna be all about the hills, right? right. And and so they, and they asked me a question, and I'm like, and I try to answer it like as intelligently as I can and like as rationally as I can being like, guys, we just moved in together like a couple mm-hmm. months ago. We are in a whirlwind of like shotgun weddings out here and like really quick engagements. Like we're both smart, patient people and we're taking it slowly, you know, which I think is the healthy way to go through a relationship. And, totally. and Steph Pratt's like, that sounded so unromantic. And I was like, you're, I'm getting it from you too? Yeah. Like, there's no way you can answer that correctly. And I was like, yeah, of course it's going to happen. It just, like, it didn't happen over this trip we went on. I promise you that. And yeah, it's not going to, I mean, it's going to be a little bit, you know? It's, one, I got to yeah. save some freaking money. <laughs> it's just, like, really frustrating to me how people can twist your words no matter what you say. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's very frustrating. Yeah, and of course, the headline the, the headline is, like, Wells is going to get engaged. And it's like, well, totally. what I said was, yeah, eventually. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Right now, we're just enjoying our company together and living together and seeing how that's working out and figuring out how the dog, whatever. So, anyways, that's the thing. Um, so- well, I applaud your guys' mature decision to take it slow. I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate what you said there. <laughs> Good today. Hey, why didn't you get me a bell for Christmas? Like, why didn't you ship it to my apartment? What's the deal? <laughs> you know, it's actually funny. I um, I felt bad. I I got you a card and uh, and everything, and then and then I just forgot to send it. So I gotta, <laughs> gotta give that to you. Well, I'll get it when I'm in LA in a few weeks. How about that? Perfect. Circling back to Miley and Liam's wedding, can we talk about the so? So you got into a bunch of trouble because you, you said something about what Miley was doing in South Africa. Uh-huh. Was your family like, no one's allowed to come to this wedding? <laughs> because- well, no. It, I mean, like, no. I mean, we no, that, that whole thing hasn't been talked about since it happened. Miley doesn't really care. But the, with the wedding, just in general, I mean... When they've, whenever they've talked about getting married, they've always wanted to keep it very small and it just be the family and it be at the house. That's just always been what they wanted. Honestly, like Miley's only friend that was there was her best friend, Jesse. And Liam had like a handful of his friends there that were from Australia. So it really was a like very, very, very small, tight knit group of people. And even with the, with family and close friends, like they still made a point to say like, Hey guys, like This is a private thing for a reason. Like, we love you all, but please don't take photos. Liam had a handful of his really close friends from Australia that he's, you know, been buddies with for a really long time. So it was, I thought it was really cool. Like, if I ever get married, I think I would probably do the same thing. And maybe, you know, I would maybe throw like a reception that's, you know, that's more of a party, like for all my friends and stuff. But I really like that they kept it small. I saw that it was one of Liam's friends that kind of fucked it up. Yeah, it was. And he feels really bad. And I didn't really ask like what happened. But I think from what he says, like no one told him not to post about it. So he just didn't know. I feel feel like that should have been like when everyone walked in the door, be like, all right, guys, uh, here's a basket. Put your fucking phone in I know. Well, I think because it was just so few of us, I think they just assumed everybody was smart enough to know. Never Um, assume that. I know. And I like he feels really bad. But it was just one of those things where, like, I didn't even have my phone the whole night. Like, I made a point to put it in my bag, and I didn't take one picture. I didn't do anything. Like, and it was honestly really nice to just be present and there for, like, that event. You know what I mean? It looked like everyone, it looked like everyone was in, like, jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny is everybody was calling my mom out for having jeans on, but she actually changed clothes. Yeah. Once we started to like have you know like hang and do more of the like party time after dinner, but at, you know for the ceremony and stuff, she had on black pants. But honestly, like it was at the house and it didn't feel like everybody needed to dress up, which was kind of nice. Like it was very laid back. Yeah, which is which is very Miley and Liam. So I totally understand because like their lives are in the spotlight that you'd want like the most unspotlighted. Uh, event for mm-hmm. your wedding yeah but there's also a part of me that's like and i guess it's just like when you just have fuck you money that you just don't need it but i assume mm-hmm. that like people magazine was like we'll give you a million dollars to uh cover your wedding 
you know? Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't, obviously I don't think people knew about it, like, cause they didn't announce it or anything, but I'm sure they would have, but it's just one of those things where like, you know, like some things like money just can't buy and having totally. like a private ceremony was just something that was worth doing. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at BowlAndBranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. That's, what, that's where I want to get to in life. I, want, I know, right? <laughs> I want to have so much success where I can be like, hmm... I don't want a million dollars for you to come to my party. <laughs> I know. I know. It was it was really cool though. It was precious. Like I never cry and I cried and it was like a whole thing. Well, who was like in the bridal was there a bridal party? Oh, no. No, that wasn't even. It was so low key. It was so chill. Well, anyways, well, that's really sweet of them. I think the funniest thing about this whole thing was <laughs> The uh, the overwhelming response that I saw was, "Wait, they're not married already?" I thought <laughs> I thought they were married. Oh yeah, I know. Well, they wear ri- they've worn rings forever. Oh really? You know? Yeah, even Liam, he's worn a band on his left hand for years. Oh, that that she gave him, and I just you know, they, I don't know. They've just always worn them, and I thought the I thought it was funny that nobody called Noah out for wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> Everyone was calling out my mom for being in denim, but Noah had on a champion sweatshirt. Yeah, that's on brand, though, I feel like. <laughs> oh, totally. Like, of course Noah's going to wear an oversized sweatshirt. So that, funny. That's another place I want to get to in my career where <laughs> people are saying that my leisure wear is like fashion. <laughs> fashion. I know. Noah's really made it. <laughs> that's when you've made it. Her it's, and Ariana Grande true. are just. I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so true. Well, happy for your family. Super cute. And Miley looked beautiful, obviously. In the I picture know. Of so pretty. I'm sure that your parents are ecstatic and everyone's happy. So good. Yep. It was a good thing. So now the annoying question is like, uh, so when do you have kids? Like the, oh, the annoying questions never end. I feel they like. never end. I know. And well, now for me, it's like, so when are you getting married? And oh, I'm like, God. don't hold, don't hold your freaking breath. Yeah. New oh. year, same leaf lady. Nothing's changing. <laughs> same, same leaf. <laughs> I like my leaf. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it's 2019 though. I can't either. And it's insane that next year's 2020. Like that is, we're in the future. Well, Dude, and like so much shit hasn't come to fruition, you know? I know. There's no flying cars. But that's going to happen so soon. I don't know. I mean... Have you not seen the Uber thing, the Uber rollout where they're going to do the flying cars? No. Oh, my God. Are they basically Look like drones? Yes. They're like, there's no... People don't drive them. They just fly themselves, I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's like, you can look it up with the like flying cars. It says, look, this right here says, Uber's flying cars could arrive in LA by 2020. They're so cool. I just don't buy it. I do. Do you? Yeah, you got to look it up. Are you getting in an Uber uh, drone? Like, I, I think so. I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I like, if I don't have to sit in traffic, then yeah. God. Whoa. That yeah. changes everything in Los Angeles. By the way, doesn't it? If, I know. If if you don't sit in traffic, yeah, it's a game changer. I might move back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then like then the skies are going to be full of traffic. Yeah, but I, it'll be more manageable because not just anybody can have one, you know. Ah, uh, <laughs> any you old know? asshole can have a car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you got to be Uber Premium. Like, what is what, what is that going to even be called? We got like Uber Pool, Uber X, Uber Black, Uber. You're rich. 
yeah, I Uber have no because they, you know, they have uh, Uber Copter or whatever. Like sometimes, like if during Coachella, I remember seeing yeah. that when you could like Uber a helicopter. So I don't know what it's gonna be called, but it looks sick. I'll tell you that. I don't know. I'm still just disappointed with science and scientists in general. Oh my gosh! Like we were promised a hoverboard in 1985 with Marty McFly and uh, and Doc Brown. That hadn't happened. All right. Closest thing we got is those stupid, um, I don't even know what they're called. Those, what are you talking about? Those things you stand on and, and people just go in circles and fall down. Oh, oh, the things that you can't fly with because they catch on fire? Yes, those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are those called? Hover Hoverboards? Yeah, but they're not hoverboards because they got uh, freaking wheels. I don't know what they are. The big thing right now is electric scooters <laughs> everywhere. Which I hate. I hate those. So many of them now. They got. There's so many. I don't, you haven't been out in LA. They've also got um, Uber ones. I think Uber. They do? Yep. Uber's got one. And then um, Razor came out with one. Oh, they're making a comeback. Yeah. Razor was like, shit, we really missed the boat on this one. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But I don't okay. know. I'm just disappointed with scientists in general. Like, we haven't gone to Mars yet. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's true. We were promised so much, and we've gotten so <laughs> were little. Were we? Where we promised things? Yeah, we promised shit. All right. <laughs> so, do you have any um, New Year's resolutions? No, New Year's same me. Remember? Yeah, I get it. So, your resolution is to do nothing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, I like it. I do like that. Uh, I just like usually I do like try to have like some sort of like New Year mantra or something, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel pretty good about where I'm at right now, and I just I just want to keep cruising. I think. You are in the minority of people I who know. are, like, happy with how things are going right now. Yeah, I know that. I know. I mean, yeah, it'd be great to lose five pounds, but, like, that doesn't need to be a New Year's resolution. I need to just, like, hit the gym and lose five pounds. Like, yeah. this, is, this is an all-year thing. I always want to lose five pounds. It's, like, not a New Year's resolution. I never did the one that I wanted to do last year, and I'm bummed out about it. See? Now see? What was I, last year? I want to learn how to play the piano. Oh, I feel like you could pick that up pretty easy. I know. i got to find, like, a good app for it. If any of our listeners out there know of a good app, it means up <laughs> hit me up um i guess like if i had to pick one i could say i want to get better at snowboarding did i tell you i tried that have we talked since then well no but i saw like you went with blake and colton and colton yeah i saw so, colton yeah. yesterday by the way. oh no I, I saw that how was that it was weird it was a meet and greet at the freaking mall you know like, yeah i mean yeah ugh, i don't know but it was nice i was glad that i showed up and colton was there i was like all right well if he's here then i at least my career isn't completely in the tank you know <laughs> <laughs> that's true um but anyway yeah we we went snowboarding and i then i went again two weekends later with some other friends like i'm not good yet by any means but like i definitely made progress and it's something i'd like to keep doing so i guess i could could say that i would this year i want to learn how to snowboard well i guess the most important thing is do you have all the shit do you have like cool no. pants and jackets? I do have cool pants and jackets, but I don't have a snowboard. Yeah. And it's it's not that expensive to rent that stuff. It's like 50 bucks, but you know, maybe I'll get some of it. I don't know. Gotcha. Well, I believe in you. Did you, um, well. when we talked last, I was like, I'm a, I'm a green circle, blue square kind of guy. And I just uh -huh. like to listen to my, my bluegrass music and just, <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. so <laughs> did you just do green circles or did you get to some blue squares? I just did the green circle. Ah, good for you. Oh, yeah. I don't want to, like, bite die. off more than I can chew or die. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I always hated those fucking asshole friends who were like, we're going down the devil's backbone. It's a double oh, blacker. Yeah. And you're like, no. <laughs> See, that's what everybody did when I went with Colton and Blake and everybody. And Blake hadn't been on a snowboard since, like, high school. Yeah. And he was so scared. But he went down with everybody and somehow survived. Yeah. I'm like, inching along slowly. Yeah. And sadly. Oh, I don't know if you, uh, if you, no one really talked about it, which is hilarious, but um, I, I don't know why, but every, I mean, I guess because we hang out so much, but everyone thought Blake and I were dating for a hot minute. Yeah. And we, we took over Caitlin's podcast for her while she was sick and we announced that we are not dating. Ah. And I didn't know, I didn't know if you would be upset that I didn't save that for our podcast. I am very angry now. Yeah, very angry, but no one cared. So it, oh, people only care like when they think you're dating, and then when they find out you're not, they like they're like oh, they don't even remember who you are. They're like who you're who. Yeah, but you uh, you guys did, but but correct me if I'm wrong. You guys did sleep together, and it was beautiful. No, we did not do that. You guys did do 
some some touching of the no. groins. <laughs> no, we did not do that. Yep, you licked. You did mouth kissing. No, that was no, that wasn't Blake. You no. ran your fingers <laughs> through his beautiful hair and said, "It'll never happen." Oh my god! No, I didn't even get. I did, it didn't even get that far. What? Uh, All right, you guys went no. skiing. You guys went snowboarding. We, Great. We're just friends. We're always. We've always just been buddies. I like Blake. He's a nice guy. I like Blake too. Did you at least like like pump our podcast on Caitlin's podcast so like people? I think like, I think so. Here's one thing I'd like to announce. This is my sure. resolution for oh, the new year. You have a resolution. This podcast needs to go weekly. Oh yeah, this it's going weekly. It's going weekly. It's a great announcement. It is happening. If I had a bell, I'd ring it. That's for you. No, I did. I did actually. I I, I just don't like calling them resolutions, but I did. I do have things that I want to get better at this year. And one of them is I want to, everybody always messages me and asks if there's like a website or something that lists the, the stuff we talk about, like books and movies and, and music because people hear it, but they're driving and can't write it down or whatever. And they just want somewhere where they can go and read like lists. Mm-hmm. So I want to make um, a page on my website where I can list what we talk about every week for everybody. I like that. So that that's something I'm going to build this week and hopefully by next week I'll have it up and going. Um, because I think it's, I mean, got to give people what they want and that's clearly what they want. So you want to talk about some favorite things? Sure. I got some stuff. I don't know if you got some stuff. Well, I, you know, we have our little note thing and I was updating it today and I saw that we both, we had, we both put down on here that series called you. Yes. I just put it into IMDB. So you know how I found out about that? I don't even know who did it, but someone, I sometimes check my DMS and someone was like, you need to go watch this. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So how many episodes in are you? I finished it. What? I'm only on episode three. So don't ruin anything for me. Oh, okay. So, um, Let's just kind of set the table for everyone. Uh, you is about a clever bookstore manager who relies on his savvy internet know-how to make the woman of his dreams fall in love with him. It's based on a novel by Caroline Neps. The main guy is Penn Bradley, who was, is he Dan? Lonely hum- boy. Is he Dan Humphreys in Gossip Girl? Yes, a.k.a. Lonely Boy is his nickname. Yeah. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. Basically, he owns, or he's like a manager of a bookstore. And this kind of like cute blonde girl comes in. He gets her name and then he just basically starts stalking her. (laughs) Yeah, like major stalking. Not like, oh, let me just like dig through her Instagram and Facebook history. Like straight up standing outside of her apartment watching her stalking. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's what's creepy about it is that it goes through the ways in which you can totally stalk somebody so easily. I know. It's so scary. You know? Yeah. Uh, It terrifies me. But it's it's that weird thing where how many episodes are you in? I've only seen two. Oh, okay. Well, I won't say too much, but it's it, to me it's similar to Dexter. Did you ever watch that show? I never watched that. I mean, I didn't wasn't like obsessed with it, but the premise was is that he's a serial killer, but he only murders bad people. So you're you kind of root for him, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's exactly what this is. But it's not not what this is. Like there, there, right. are, there are parts where you kind of are on his side a little bit. Yeah, and you I can st- see that. And you start wondering if the other characters in the show are even worse than him. You know, like they kind of do mm-hmm. that to you. But mm-hmm. um, really good. It. Did you know that it's originally a Lifetime series that now Netflix has picked up for season two? It's so funny you say that because when um, we started watching it, Sarah was like, this is a freaking, this has got to be a lifetime, lifetime movie. And I was like, it, yeah, why do you think that? And they're like, she was like, one, the way it's shot. Yep. So then we looked it up. And, and, and two, it's like about a stalker, which is like <laughs> lifetimes like bread and butter. Right up there. Oh, totally. <laughs> right up there, Allie. So uh, so we looked it up and she, and she was, of course, right. But so yep. does, does that mean it's going to go back on Netflix? I mean, go back to Lifetime and then no. Netflix? Okay. No, so it, not, Lifetime did not renew it for a season two, so Netflix picked it up for season two. Got it. Uh, but it's interesting because it came out on Lifetime forever ago, and no one talked about it. And now that it's on Netflix, everyone's talking about it. So it just goes to show you that cable TV is dead, and it's all about streaming. A hundred percent. Okay, so my second one, first of all, everyone goes, use great on Netflix. My second one is Bird Box, Okay. Yeah. Did you like Bird Box? Okay, so I have a lot of thoughts on it. 
I liked it a lot. Uh, Sarah loved it. Did you like it? I loved it. Uh, so I went to a screening before it came out in New Orleans. I don't know if you really? realized. Yeah, I actually got paid to go. <laughs> uh, it was super dope because I loved the movie. I was like, man, I love getting paid to do stuff that I like. This is awesome. Um, but I, I thought it was fantastic. I was like on the edge of my seat the whole time. I don't know even know if we need to kind of like uh, explain what this is, considering it was kind of like a, a internet sensation for a couple weeks. But was it an internet sensation because people were making fun of it or because people liked it? I have a theory on this whole thing. Okay, let's hear it. I think that they went, the marketing team for Bird Box, and went to like every fat Jewish, fuck Jerry, like all those like huge guys. Mm-hmm. Gave them a picture and they were like, make this a meme. Mm. And it fucking exploded. And then everyone was like, well, I gotta, I just gotta watch this. Like, I remember the meme was like me trying to figure out what this movie's about through the memes. Yeah. Like, I remember, yeah. that was a thing. And it made everyone be like, I guess I gotta watch this, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And I just wonder if they, that, that was like part of their, their marketing budget was like, I what? could believe that just solely based on the fact that they obviously were doing things outside the box. Like, the I mean, box? I wasn't, I wasn't the, yeah, I wasn't the only influencer that got paid to go do this. You know what I mean? Like, they, they partnered with Refinery to send influencers to watch this movie and post about it before it came out. So obviously they were doing things like that in that realm that, that are like out of the box marketing. So it wouldn't shock me if they were doing that, which is, I think, really smart. To me, though, it was it's a just a, a quiet place ripoff. I heard that before I saw it from yeah. a lot of people, but I never saw a quiet place. So, so I loved this movie. Oh, and thought it was great. Whoa, you should see the quiet place. That's a great movie. Was it great? So good. Really, really okay. good. Okay. That my thought was, it's a quiet place, but instead mm-hmm. of, you can't talk, can't see. You know, it's like one of the senses, they're gone. And so I was like, I think I like a quiet place better. And Sarah's like, I like Bird Box better. But we were talking about it. That's a movie, right? Bird Box is a mm-hmm. movie. Yes. But it cannot win an Oscar for a movie. Because it's on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Which there has to be a change there. And I could be wrong about this. And like, maybe there's like a category for like streaming, best streaming movie. I, I don't know. Mm. But my thought is, is that's one of the best movies I've seen this year. Yeah. And, and it doesn't get to win best picture. Interesting. Isn't that weird? Surely they're going to have to come up with a category, either a category for streaming stuff like film, platform films, or they're going to start including them in and all of it. They have to. This is the direction this is going. Absolutely. It's just, it's just a, a new distribution method. But like we were talking about it last time where it was like, all oh, these are all movie stars that are just doing streaming shows, right? Like that they're yeah. all like, they're all like, fuck this. Unless I'm mm-hmm. Captain America or Thor, yeah. I, I can't make any money in the, in the movie industry. So they're all going totally. to streaming. But like this cast set, first of all, standard book is like total A-list, right? Oh, yeah. John, he's awesome. John Malkovich, you know? Like Which one was he? John Malkovich is like, uh, he's the bald older guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sarah Paulson, who's in like everything. Oh, I love her. Huge fan. I loved the the guy, the, her her love interest. Oh, yeah. Trevante Rhodes. Smoking hot. Machine Gun Kelly's in there. For a... I know. He gets the best role. It's funny because Sarah like knows him and she was like, he's so good. And I was like, that's so funny. I was like, what? I only know him as a rapper. Like I've seen him perform. And so like, I didn't even know really he acted much, but like he gets really cool roles when he does. It's, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. He had a great role. He was good in it. But I was like, yeah. I was like, wait, Machine Gun Kelly's a actor. I know <laughs> what he was in. He, he was in one other thing. Yeah. Oh, bright. bright. I loved, I loved bright. It's another Netflix one. So they probably liked him. Uh, Bird Box is is great. Like, and it's. A, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's a movie. Just because I didn't go pay seventeen seventy five and go to like the Grove to watch it doesn't mean it's not a movie. And I find that interesting, weird. Like, we're in a weird spot. I know uh-huh. something's got to give though. <laughs> no movies to give Oscars to soon. Mm-hmm. Or like they're to combine the Emmys and the Oscars together. Maybe I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll make more categories. Um, um have what? Okay, what about Bandersnatch? Have you seen this yet? No. What is that? Is that a? Is that a? You like don't a, know about this? Vandersnatch? Is that like a like a yeah. like a sex move? No, <laughs> no, maybe, <laughs> but no. It's uh, Netflix. It's there. I I keep hearing that it's a movie, but I, I but then some people are saying they're different episodes. So I don't, I'm not really sure. But it's a 
uh, a Black Mirror movie, apparently, oh. where you, there's like five different times in this movie or series or whatever it is where you get to like make a decision and there's all these different oh, endings. So it's an interactive, own... yes, it's like an interactive TV series or film or whatever it is. Like, I think I've been told it's a film, but I haven't watched it yet, so I just don't know. Vandersnatch. But it's like, the, I might start it tonight. It's like the top of my list to start. Ooh, okay. Yeah, no, I had I, heard about that. That does sound, that does sound cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know what I love? I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. And I, and I wonder if, like, I'm not allowed to say this because I work for the Bachelor franchise. But, oh, X on the Beach is just so good. It's, like, the worst, greatest. It is? I love that show. I'm sorry. You're kidding me. I'm sorry. I love it. It's just I've so. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Well, I told you about it last season. Remember the, the uncle fucker episode? Oh, yeah. Where the girl comes up and he's like, she fucked my uncle. Uncle fucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they made this poor girl get into a, uh, they did like a lie detector test. And it was like, did you sleep with his uncle? And, and she didn't. <laughs> That's insane. Uncle okay, wait. <laughs> Don't a bunch of Bachelor people go on that show? Yeah, Chad's on it. Crazy Chad from, uh, from my yeah. season. And he, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. and here's the thing. I'm watching it. And he's like, he's the, like, the rational one on this show. That just shows you how crazy everyone is that's doing this show when Chad, who is like insane on my seasons, is like the voice of reason. That's nuts. I, th I don't think I want to start watching this. I think I'm just going to let you tell me what I need to know and stick with that. I'm just like straight up like Sarah and I are like, is it, is is, is it time for a new sex on X on the beach? Uh, oh my gosh. Oh my. So, okay. My favorite my favorite is she was like a, not another she was a teen mom who like did a porn. Uh, Farah Abraham. Who's that? She was like on a teen mom show, and then she did a. I think she did a porn. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Anyways, she's miserable, and like everyone, everyone is just ragging on her because she's like. There's like this one episode where she's like, there are not enough towels. And she like needs like the executive producer, like the executive producer has to come in and her being like, I don't care what's going on. I see more fucking towels. And everyone's like, shut up. Libera. And being like, the only reason why you're, you're relevant is because you had a kid. Everyone's oh my God. <laughs> everyone's so mean. Awful. So mean. And it is the funniest show. God, uh, you gotta watch it. I can't believe you're not on X on the Beach, dude. No. But you know what I did just finish? I, 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 I'm I so late to the party. I don't even know if you ever finished it because we talked about it not being very good, but the second season of Westworld. I, I stopped doing it. I'm sorry. So I know I, your brother-in-law's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to finish it because I was like, if Luke asks me if I've seen this, I have to say yes like I can't lie when it came out I watched two episodes and just could not it couldn't hold my attention so I went back over the holidays and rewatched all of it um and it was still like hard I, it still was didn't really hold my attention the way I wanted it to um and honestly like I, by the end of it I have no idea what I freaking watch like <laughs> I like it was just like too complex like they were trying too hard to make it so complex I'm like I, I have no idea what they're trying to do here yeah dumb it down Guys, it's yeah, they have to dump it out a little bit. Like, this is just way too much. Hey, Westworld producers, take a page out of the X on the Beach uh, yes, <laughs> storyline. Dumb it down, please, <laughs> for us. Oh, did you see that they're coming out with a new season of True Detective? Yes, I did. Uh, I'm excited about it. I am too, but I'm a little scared because the last season of True Detective was horrible. Sucked. And it was so sad because the cast was great and, the, and it was terrible. Rachel oh. McAdams was in it. I love her. Do I know? And Vince Vaughn? I mean, it was... I know. And Taylor Kitsch. Like, it was a great cast and such a terrible show. I know. It just goes to show you, it's all about writing, man. Yeah, it really is. Got some book stuff. Ooh, let's hear it. First of all, I finished... Um, I don't know if we talked last time, but I finished um, Girl in Cabin 10 or whatever. Oh, you loved it, right? Great, great book. I like the ending a oh, lot, actually. I think they'll 1,000% make that a movie. Oh, yeah. It's on, like, Reese Witherspoon's book club thing, which means her production yeah. company's all over it. Oh, totally. Uh, I read a book, and I absolutely loved it. Oh, this one's also on Reese Witherspoon's freaking thing. <laughs> Dang it. You you love the Reese Witherspoon book club? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, God. I'm the founding member. Uh <laughs> She's not, she's not, wouldn't it be funny? Like, she's not even in the book club. Oh, 
Just, uh... These are just books that I think Reese would love. Okay, so it's also going to be a movie. Number one, number one New York Times bestseller. It's called Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh. Have you heard about it? No. Oh, my God. It's so good. Here's the description. For years, rumors of the quote-unquote Marsh Girl have haunted Barkley Cove, a quiet town in North Carolina coast. So uh, in late 1969, when a handsome Chase Andrews is found dead, the locals immediately suspect Kaya Clark, the so-called Marsh Girl. But Kaya is not what they say. Sensitive and intelligent. She has survived for years alone in the marsh that she calls home. She is... Such a badass in this, this, this little girl. She like has to grow up like basically alone. There's like this whole murder that surrounds her. She turns out to be like a freaking genius. Absolutely love this book, Where the Crawdads. Wow. Okay. Everyone needs to go check it out. Apparently it's going to become a movie, but I would read it first. It's also like, I will admit that I like shitty books. Like I... (laughs) Or like quick reads, you know, like I, I like to yeah, get through I, stuff. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But I do like when like beautiful, there is beautiful writing and there's like mm-hmm. a lot of like really beautiful writing because it they're in this marsh, which you could consider gross and like mm-hmm. muddy. And somehow the author like makes it really picturesque and beautiful. Really good book. Okay. I'm going to add that to my list. Yeah. Do it. All right, I finished a book that I just absolutely loved. It's called A Life Intercepted, and it's written by Charles Martin. He is also the author of The Mountain Between Us, which was a movie, but the book was so much better. I need to read Uh, that one because you talked about that one. Oh, that book is phenomenal. Um, But anyway, this this book was just as good. I loved it so much. I'll, I'll read the description for you. It says 12 years ago, Matthew, the rocket rising had it all married to his high school sweetheart and one of the winningest quarterbacks in the history of college football. He was the number one NFL draft pick, but on the night of the draft, he plummeted from the pinnacle of esteem falsely accused of a heinous crime with irrefutable evidence. It seemed in an instant, all was lost his reputation, his career, his freedom, and most devastatingly love of his life. So basically it's about a football player. Who's like, like they said, like number one draft pick, like massive college football star. And then, um, on the night of the draft, he's arrested and false. I mean, he, he says, you know, this, the whole book, like that he didn't do this crime or whatever, but he's in jail for it and it ruins his career. It's such a cool story. Big fan. What's it called? It's called A Life Intercepted. Ah, I get, I get, I get the title now. That makes sense. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if this is only an audio book. I listened to it and I loved it. I think it's for kids. I think it's a kid's book. <laughs> But that's not to say that a kid's book can't be awesome. It's called Zero G by Dan Wells. Great last name, by the way. Uh, wait, what is it called? Zero G. Zero G. Yeah. So basically it takes place in the future. It's about this kid named Zero who's getting on this spaceship to go to another galaxy, basically, to go terraform like another planet, right? And he's on with his family, and he's kind of like a rambunctious little kid, and they go in their stasis pods to go to, like, hibernate for the 100-year you know year trip to this new planet. And his pod, like, malfunctions, and he wakes up with, like, 100 years to go. It's kind that of... sounds just like that movie, The Passenger. Totally. Or, Pat, what is it, The Passenger? Yeah, Passengers. Passengers. Loved that movie. Yeah, great movie with like Chris and, and a Chris. There's a Chris in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those Chris's. Chris Pine? Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. There you go. Yeah. So he wakes up, right? Come to find out that there are space pirates that are trying to take over the ship. And it's kind of like Home Alone where he's got to like kind of fucking sabotage everybody <laughs> to like <laughs> not get uh, taken by space pirates. It's a really easy, fun read. And especially like if you have kids you're listening to this, like I would suggest this for your kids as well. Zero G, two thumbs up. Really loved it. And tell me the name of the author again. I'm writing it down. Dan Wells. Dan Wells. Very cute. Um, I'm I'm not finished with this one yet, but I'll I'll shout it out and let you guys know next week how it is. But it's called Still Mine, and it's by Amy Stewart. It is about a girl who has an abusive husband, so she like leaves in the middle of the night and takes on a new identity. She's kind of on the run from this like past life, and she takes a job to invest to like go into this town in the middle of nowhere and basically to like secretly investigate this this missing person. Um, but she's, you know, she's trying to act like everybody's friend and trying to fit in so that she can gain info on like this missing girl. Um, so that's all I know about it so far. Cause I'm, I'm only not even halfway through, but I like it so far. It's like your, your typical like crime thriller, you know, you love those. 
I love a crime thriller. I know. I, I love that you love those because I, I I let you like weed through the shitty ones. <laughs> the shitty ones, yeah. I just take your cream with a crop. Do you, do you know? Uh, what, so funny. Do you know what I started reading? No, sorry, listening to. <laughs> what is that? Game of Thrones. Ooh, I need to do that, dude. And I I would suggest I've tried to sit down and read Game of Thrones, and it is so thick. It's a tome, man. Huh. But the book on tape, I will say is much easier to absorb because there's like different, it has different voices. And it's interesting to me, like I'm only like maybe a quarter of the way through the first book. Mm -hmm. It's pretty close to basically what happens uh, in the show, at least from what I remember, because this is season one, basically I'm, I'm reading right now. I will say this though. If you read the books, you're tipped off that Jon Snow is probably Targaryen and Mm -hmm. Tyrion Lannister is probably Targaryen, like Mm. in the first book. Gotcha. Yeah. But really, I mean, this is not like new news, but yeah, Game of Thrones is dope. I kind of liked that they waited to reveal that Jon was Targaryen until later. Yeah. Because, I mean, definitely there's been like speculation about it, but it's it's still like when you when they reveal it, it's still like a big like, what was whoa, like punch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like that. I feel like in the show, the direwolves are not that important. But in the mm. book, the direwolves are fucking badass. Dang, I love that. I wish they I wish they had shown more of them in the series. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Really liked it too. I have a new favorite vegetable. Okay. This is it's- this is a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard of it. Maybe I'm insane and live under a rock. But have you ever had Romanescu? Excuse me, what? It's called Romanescu. Is it romaine lettuce that's a bit askew? No, it's not. <laughs> will you will you Google it? Because I want you to see what it looks like. Okay. I by the way, oh, that Romanesco. Joke, Romanesco. The, oh, okay. I spelled it I spelled it wrong. Can we just for a second just pause uh, how funny that joke was and you didn't laugh at all? It was fine. I mean, this looks like it wasn't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Roman lettuce uh, biscuit? No? Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> this looks, this Romanesco broccoli looks like a, like, awesome. a de- like a dust mite under high magnification. What do you mean? I think it looks like a succulent. I don't know. It looks like something that would might kill Superman. No, I think it's so pretty. I mean, it is pretty. It just looks Beautiful. like a booger just magnified. Oh my god! Well, it's delicious. Let me tell you. Tell me, how, uh, how is it prepared? Well, I, I mean, I'm sure you can do it different ways, but I. So I was at the. The reason I had this is because I was at my favorite restaurant in Nashville. Give me a ding, Barcelona. Okay. Um, I, I I went four times in the two weeks I was home, and I love it. So I go so much that like every they know me, like the manager, the chef, they all know me. So the chef, who's awesome. She came out and was like, hey, like, I'd love to make you something special. Is that okay? And I was like, sure, of course, yeah. So she sends out this Romanesco, and I don't know what she did to it, but it was the most incredible thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. Damn, okay. And it, it does kind of look like broccoli, but it tastes so much better. Okay. This one you didn't do. What was your favorite gift from Christmas? Oh, I didn't didn't really get a ton of gifts, which I was really happy about that we didn't really like make that a big thing this year. Yeah. My sister got me a really cute backpack that I really love. That's probably my favorite one. Which sis? Miley got oh. me a waterproof Fendi backpack that like packs up really, really tiny into a keychain so that when I'm traveling, it'll like fit into mm. the keychain and then you get there and you have a whole backpack. That's pretty that cool. is pretty dope. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. How about you? Favorite gift? Dude, I went super privileged white boy Christmas. I like country club in it with like guys named Chet Christmas. Oh my God. And Brad. <laughs> I got a new tennis racket, which very, oh. because uh, I've been playing tennis with Courtney Dauber, who was on. Oh yeah. Who, by the he's way, so he's like one of my new favorite people in the world. I love him. He, I've only met him a couple of times, but he's actually friends with Liam. That's odd. You just must all know each other. Yeah, he like um, um he like house sits for them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So when I met him, like you know, he obviously told me that, and I we he was just so sweet, big fan. I've been playing with him, and he's like six four. These gangly Aussies are impossible to beat at tennis. It's so annoying. <laughs> 
So Sarah was like, what do you need? And I was like, I need, obviously, need a new racket. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> it's not the bow, it's the Indian wells, whatever. But uh, I like so I got a new racket. Very excited about that. I got some new uh, golf clubs that I'm very excited oh. about. So, so I didn't actually didn't get to tell you my New Year's resolution. I grew up a very good golfer. I okay. played like I played in high school and I played like junior golf and everything. That's pretty cool. Played in tournaments as a kid. <clears throat> and I just stopped playing when I went to Nashville just because like, I don't know, it's fucking expensive and like you need it is. whatever. But now that I'm in uh, California and I have more money and my brother's <laughs> here, I'm playing again. So my New Year's resolution is to get down to a uh, zero handicap, scratch golfer. Oh, I don't know what that means, but good for you. It means I got to really practice. So I got I got new golf clubs. I got a new uh, bag, which I'm very excited awesome. about. Yeah, you know, whatever. There's nothing better than new sports gear. It's like my favorite, absolute favorite thing to get. There you go. There it is. Mm-mm. Yeah, you got any uh, music? Any I, music? I do, and I want to figure out a way to do this so you can hear it. So I want oh. you to hear this song. Okay. My friend Justin Hamill was the one who tipped me off to this. Okay. I made Ben Higgins because Ben and I have a similar taste in music. Mm-hmm. So I made him a, a playlist. It's called Hear It Higgins. So if you follow me on Spotify, <laughs> you can go listen to it. I think I do actually. <clears throat> Anyways, okay. So this guy's name is. Rayvon Pettis. I'd never heard of him before until Hamill told oh. me about him. Hamill is the guy that I used to do a show with on Lightning 100. We used to do a local show called The 615. He's like one of those fucking nerds that will like forget more about music than you'll ever know. I love him. And he was like, you gotta listen to this. Because we both like sad bastard music. That's our thing. <laughs> All right? That's why we're big Jason Isbell, Ryan Adams fans. Uh, I've been on the Ryan Adams kick lately. Dude. He's great. I'm listening to a lot of Ryan Adams. This guy named Rayvon Pettis. This is a song called uh, Lily and Abdullah. And what I love about it, it's a love story that takes place in um, the Middle East. Mm. And, and I feel like a lot of America probably demonizes Middle Easterners at this mm. point. What I love about this song is it's beautifully written. Uh, it's sad and happy in the same breath. And it also makes you remember that, like, they're fucking normal people, too, over there, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's what I liked about it. So I'm going to play a little bit of it for you right now. Cool. Abdullah is a student at Balk University, 40 miles south of the Uzbek line. Lost his heart to a girl named Lily with posturing eyes and a crooked little smile. Late in the evening they climb the scaffolding, smoke cigarettes in the dying light. As a raw man from the Bamiyan land, who were you before tonight? Well, they killed my mother and they raped my sisters. Father died in the Civil War. I hid in a well and when the bleeding stopped, I didn't want to be a soldier anymore. So I moved to the city to get an education. Find a profession where no one died I was trying to paint the big blue mosque in Mazari when I saw your eyes Anyways, it is an absolutely gorgeous song. You should go listen to it. It's called Lily and Abdullah by Rayvon Pettis. What do you got? And it's the number, it's the top track on your Here at Higgins playlist. It is. It was the one I started with. I was like, I want to hold it up. I want to hit him hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I saved it so I can listen to that whole playlist. Okay. Cool. Um, it's kind of it, it's I've discovered this a couple weeks ago, so people might already be on this tip. But uh, a guy named Peter Mano has a song called "In My Head" that was on New Music Friday a couple weeks ago, and I really love it. And it's the only song he has on Spotify. It's nuts. Me to play it? Yes, please play it. Okay. It's it remind he reminds me a lot of Kevin Garrett, who I'm a huge fan of. Of course. No, I all my way. Should have known now I feel insane. Am I insane? I've waited way too long. Yeah, I know you changed. You have a different face to me. I guess that I was wrong. I'm the one to blame. Very pretty voice. Mm-hmm. Why are British people? Is he British? I don't know. He's got one song out with 41 million. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, it's good stuff. I think our listeners will like that one. Yeah. 
I saw this is kind of like radio wells, but I thought it was interesting. I thought we could talk about it for a second. New studies found that three-fourths of singles love getting a text after a good first date. You know, the rule is is that, like, you don't call them for three days, you know, like, or whatever, right? You 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 go on a date, and then you don't call for a couple days. Mm-hmm. But I got to be honest with you. I would say that every single girl that I've liked after the first date, I text them, and I said, like that, I really like you, mm-hmm. and I feel like that works. Yes, right. I would agree. Yep. Why are we doing the like don't call for three days thing? I feel like now, like in in our day and age, like instant gratification is such a thing, right? With like phones and the internet, like we're just used to getting getting what we want right when we want it and all that. And back in the day, it wasn't necessarily like that. So I feel like maybe like the mentality of waiting a few days was okay. But now, if I don't hear from a guy for three days, I would think he doesn't like me. I don't know. I just thought that was that was kind of interesting. It and is very interesting. Anyways, we had some we had a lot of good stuff on this episode. A lot of favorite things. I know, and I'm gonna um, literally. It's on my list to do today is build this page so I can start having a place to put it all. Then I took notes, so I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. All right. So the new year means new resolutions. We've got one uh, you're working on twice a day. It's your oral health, and with a Quip electric toothbrush, sticking to good habits is simple. One of the things I like about this Quip toothbrush is like uh, the vibrations, the sensitive sonic vibrations. You know, it helps clean your teeth better, which is good because my mouth is gross, I'm sure, inside. Yeah, it's definitely really gross. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My favorite thing about it is that they send you automatically deliver brush heads to your door when you need to change them, which is so great. I'm a sucker for getting everything delivered straight to my door these days, so... When I went home to Nashville, I had brand new brush heads at my door, and it's only $5 to get these new brush heads every three months. I know. It's like one of those things where you forget. You're like, how old is this toothbrush? You know? I know. Like How, yeah. how uh, gross is this thing? So it's not like we need one more thing to remember. So Quip remembers for you and just delivers it right to your door. Yep. That's why we love Quip uh, and why over a million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just 25 bucks, And if you go to uh, getquip.com slash YFT for like your favorite thing. Uh, right now, you can get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash YFT. Yeah. Clean teeth. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.